Hey, Jeff, what's your favorite dinosaur? Um, I would have to say the uh, non-existent Brontosaurus. Oh, actually, they think Brontosaurus actually was a thing again. No. He was gone, now he's back, he's not gone. No. You know what's also non-existent? Really? Is what? velociraptors in the way we think about them. Okay. Like, when you think of a velociraptor, you think Jurassic Park. Yeah. Six feet tall, really yeah. smart. I think of the toe tapping. Mm-hmm. The door opening. opening. doors. Yeah. yeah. No. All fake. The breathing on the, on the window? All false. Fuck. So, actually, the velociraptor... Uh, that is from Jurassic Park, was recreated based on Dionychus. Uh, They're about the same thing that we think of when we think of Velociraptor. But actual Velociraptors were only the size of about a turkey. Okay. And while they were smart-ish, they were not like opening doors smart. Okay. And they weren't from Montana. They were from Mongolia. And so... Scientists watching Jurassic Park are like, oh, that's all fake. Though right after Jurassic Park, they found a Utah raptor, which was very similar to the velociraptors in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Well, they just didn't drink coffee. They they didn't. They And they had special underwear. Uh-huh. Uh, and actual velociraptors had feathers. They weren't scaly. Really? And they didn't even live in the Jurassic period. They lived in the Cretaceous period. Did they sound like this? Uh, yes, but a little more toothy. It's the hour. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show... Mr. O'Rourke goes to Iowa, along with, like, every Democrat on Earth. Keep your government hands off my dick! Talk about shooting yourself in the foot. Wait, 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 no. Uh, Roach fails background check, still gets a gun. Ooh, nice. No, no, no. Immigrant Roach shoots handicapped man. Uh, no, no, no. Libtards call for tougher gun control for law-abiding roaches. You can cock your gun, and you can cock your roach, but you can't make it drink? No, no, no. Troubled white Christian cockroach highlights need for mental health. No. Terrorist Muslim cockroaches want Sharia law in your snack cabinet. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, that's the one. Irish healing dirt. It's alive. It's alive-ish. Hello, Jason. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. Hey, how was your flu? Oh, my flu was fluish. Oh. It was fluid, flu-esque. What you have to do is you have to close the flu, but you have oh. to open it back up before you start the oh, fire. to let the, yeah, let the virus know. out. Is that where it otherwise, the otherwise, Dick Van Dyke's going to get in. It was one of those. <laughs> that's funny. It was one of those uh, sicknesses where, um, about three days in, I thought to myself, "Okay, if I'm going to die from this, can it just happen now?" <laughs> that was bad. So that was Wednesday. So that's why we didn't record last week. Um, you get that flu shot. Yeah, and the week before is my fault. And oh, so apparently the the flu shot is not very effective this year. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still didn't get the flu shot. Yeah. But it was shitty. Um, we always have know, a being sick or whatever. They always bring a, a nurse into our school. Yeah. And we can get this flu shot for free. That's nice. Our work. And let me tell you, the lady this year, freaking amazing. What makes her better? I did not feel it. Oh. In fact, I thought that maybe she had faked me out and like told me she had done it Uh and then didn't as some sort of like marketing, like making money by saying you gave a shot, but then you didn't. And like, ooh, bottom line, look at me. I'm great. Until like a few hours later when my arm started to get a little sore. And I was like, oh, no, I definitely got Oh, there's shot. something in there, yeah. But yeah, she, she like, she's like, all right, I'm done. And I was like, wait, what? And I do not like shots. Like needles and me, not friends. So anybody that likes shots, though? Uh, but there's a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, I don't even notice. Them. I think you were part of a, a study. You're the, you're the placebo in the <laughs> study. And they like, they're faked you out on purpose to make you think you got a flu shot, but you didn't. Could be. They were, she really just punched you in the arm, and that's why it was sore. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, there's your shot. <laughs> Nice. So, uh, uh, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was your week? Uh, you know, just getting ready for this friggin' exam. I'm now... Still? Yep. It seems like forever to me, and yeah. I'm not even doing it. Yeah. So, the window for taking it is April 1st. So, I'm going to take it between April 1st and April 5th. I don't have dates yet. He was supposed to email me, the advisor, yeah. and settle the dates last week, and he didn't. So I'm waiting to hear back to find out exactly which day I'm doing it. Uh, but, yeah, I have like a week until I possibly am doing this thing. That sounds like And it'll take place over two days. Yeah. Uh, or I guess I can schedule it all the same day, but that seems absurd. Do you have to take time off for it to do it? No, because it's during spring break. Oh, okay. So cool. it came on a perfect week. Neat. So... I've got 
as you can see, I, I know I mentioned my pile of books a few episodes ago <laughs> yeah. and how they were about halfway to the ceiling. They are now like within maybe 12 inches from the ceiling. It's about seven eighths, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, I've finished my section on American history. I'm now yeah. going into my section on World War One and World War Two. You should read one of those books aloud on the show. <laughs> do you want everyone to go to, to sleep? Do that? Yeah. I mean, which one? The 900-page book on the market revolution of the 1830s that yeah. makes you want to shoot yourself in the face? Yeah, that one. It's the worst period in American history. It's if I already want to shoot myself in the face, does it have the opposite effect? <laughs> no. Oh, that's sad. It just makes you, like, more determined. It makes you want it more. <laughs> it's just like, no, take me now. Take right. me now. It's the difference between, oh, I want to shoot myself in the face, and you go to sleep, and oh, I want to shoot myself in the face, and you go on Cabela's website. <laughs> <laughs> that was dark oh, maybe a nice canoe <laughs> yeah Ooh, they're on sale and get a gun with it lovely <laughs> so yeah and then this week is the week before spring break mm, so mm-hmm. i'm not sure if it's going to be crazy or not because i'm pretty sure my students don't know how to read calendars and they don't actually know next week is spring break oh that's so good. if they don't know that will be better if they do know it might be terrible but i'm also giving them tests all week so I'm that's good. I'm like, yep, test. Yeah, most teachers when they when they want to they want to break themselves, they show a movie. You give tests. <laughs> well, they have to be quiet. They can't talk, <laughs> and it always takes them the entire hour even if the questions are only like 10 questions. Wow. Like, do we get 2 days for this? I'm yeah. like, it's 10 questions. No. <laughs> They're all true and false. Why did it take you 8 hours, Timmy? Earlier, uh as we were chit-chatting about the podcast before, you said um, you don't have much human contact. That's why you talk so much when I'm here. And I'm like, you don't consider your kids humans? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I mean, have you ever been with a toddler? <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> I have one. How do they feel about the current uh, election race? I don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't either. They just don't want to put their fucking shoes on. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, my eighth graders are the same way. Yeah. I'm like, what does that smell? <laughs> Who has their shoes off? Gross. Do you know how much crap is on this carpet? It's, it's so gross. So I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, uh, but we, um, Sarah and I aren't religious mm-hmm. at all. You have um, mentioned that, yes. Have we mentioned it on the show? I feel like. I don't know. It blurs together with our pre-show right. prep, yeah. but I don't know if it was recorded or not. But either way. So, um if you've heard this story already, just use your 30-second jump-ahead button on your podcast app, and let's get moving. And if you haven't heard the story already, <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> then use your 30-second jump-ahead. In addition to not being able to talk anymore, I also can't type anymore. Nice. I've misspelled the word the about 800 times in the last two days. One time, I think it was in second grade, I came back from summer vacation and I could not spell the word one, O-N-E. <laughs> I was like, W-U-N-W-O-N-E. Like, I could not fucking figure it out. Anyway, so uh, we're really just, we are raising my child in a not religious household. And we kind of has, has have had a... Like an an like not an anti religion, but just a, we just don't talk about it. We don't talk about whatever. Well, it it turns out that like in school they're still saying the Pledge of Allegiance, yeah. and they're still saying under God in the uh-huh. Pledge of Allegiance, which is I'm not upset about it. I just don't think my kid should have to say that. And so we told her if she wants to, she can skip the under God part because in our family, we don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of um um pushing that non-religion on our child. So here's your problem. What you need to be telling her is that she should not say any of it. She should take a knee. She should, yeah, she should take a knee. It would go great in your community. The pastiest little white girl in her class (laughs) should take a knee. Then like teach her to just, you know, like a four sentence recited thing that she says about until. But it's interesting raising a child in a mostly, I would say in our area, at least it's a mostly religious, I'd say at least half the kids probably go to church um, or maybe like a third of the kids go to church and then the other third um, still believe in God, but they don't go to church actively or whatever. Um, so it's kind of been tough, but um, we're doing it. And uh, we read a book and we've listened to some podcasts and it's been good. Um, cool. I would say that most of my, we do the pledge on every Thursday. We have a assembly yeah. for the entire middle school. And as the opening part, we all say the pledge and we all do that. They have no idea. Like they don't, out of context, if I were to recite one line from the pledge, they'd have no idea what I'm talking about. Really? 
Mike, what are you talking about, Mr. Barry? So the point of this, I'm sorry. No, that took me a long way around the block. But uh, she was saying the Pledge, Pledge of Allegiance in her room uh-huh. uh, today without me there. I was, oh. in, I was getting ready, and she she goes, one nation, indivisible, with liberty. <laughs> like, she put the space there and everything, but she didn't say it, which is good. Also, she wrote little sticky notes that say, I don't believe in God, oh. and I don't believe in Jesus. And she put them on her scooter. <laughs> <laughs> like bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't. I can't tell if that's something to be proud of or what. I I think a, a Christian parent would certainly be proud of their kid if they put "I love God" or "Jesus" or whatever mm-hmm. on their oh, absolutely on their thing. So something to be proud of, I guess. Yeah. We are a science household. We've never really brought it up, and she's never really asked, and there's never really been a. Th- Thing. Yeah. So oh. we had to around Christmas time being in Texas. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, we don't have that problem. No. Good. No. Good. Well, um, if you would like to contact us, you, there are many ways you can contact us. For example, we would like your input. What would you like to happen if we don't record a new show on a specific mm-hmm. week? Did For you, whatever reason. Yeah. It's never my fault specifically. <laughs> Uh, so if you liked what we did last week where we posted one of our best of shows. Yes. It was great. It, it was, was yeah. less than a millisecond it was. of content. But it, I you think didn't even you have to it. download it. Yeah, right. It it's was just it's already there. <laughs> so if you like that, we can continue doing that. That's so easy. <laughs> um, if you'd like us to replay an old show or whatever, tweet us on Twitter at the hour pod or Send us an email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or go to facebook.com slash thehourpod and let it, let the Russians know there. Yeah. And we we do what our listeners want. For example, mm-hmm. our cold open this week uh, was because a listener requested that we talk about dinosaurs. A, a listener requested we talked about? They sure uh, did. Were they five? Uh, no, they were four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were driving uh, last Thursday. We were driving home, and uh, on the way home, I was listening to the podcast just to see if there were, you know, what stories we did, so I can look for any updates and things like that. And this was before we uh, had to push it back to a different day. And I'm listening as I picked up my daughter, uh, like the last 10 minutes of the show was on. And so she's in the car, and she hears it, and she says, Daddy, next time, can you talk about dinosaurs on your podcast? (laughs) And I said, yes, I can do that. (laughs) So they think the Brontosaurus is coming back? Apparently, they think it might be a thing again. I mean, they don't know. All right. If you're wondering about that story, just fucking look it up. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. So It it was all about money. Uh, But we do have some updates. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Update. We did did the story about the owner of the massage chain, I guess. Of the rug and tug. Yes. Uh, The rug and tug. The rug and tug, yeah. (laughs) It's a combination massages and Persian rugs. Uh, it's a pottery barn. Uh, so the owner of that, uh, I didn't write down the first name. Ms. Ms. Yang. Ms. Yang. Yeah. Uh, apparently was also tapped for senior roles in two other groups focused on China-related issues. Uh, the Florida branch of the Council for the Promotion of Peaceful Reunification of China, or you the mean, CPPRC. You mean China? China. And the Miami chapter of the American arm of the Chinese Association of Science and Technology. Both of these organizations have direct links to the China Communist Party. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So. She's apparently selling access to Trump. So that doesn't seem suspicious. Not at all. But in this world, the story is already buried that no one, everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, so remember that. That's Wait. the problem. We're like so overloaded with nonsense that these... <laughs> huge scandalous stories that in any other time would take up like a week of the news cycle are now just like completely buried. Yeah. The Mueller report comes out and we're just like, eh. <laughs> a day later, we're just like, I don't know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> yes. We will not be talking about the Mueller report today because one, we don't know what it says yet still. Right. Uh, and two, we don't know what it says yet. Still. Right. So I'm sure at some point we'll talk about it. Right. Yes. And in another story that we did weeks ago, we had talked about the nut job who was sending pipe bombs to all the Democrats yeah. because they were on Trump's shit list. Uh, so Caesar Sayak, who's 57, uh, is the one who allegedly sent all these pipe bombs. And I guess we don't have to say allegedly anymore because he pled guilty on 65 counts, uh, including 16 counts of using weapons of mass destruction and mailing explosives with the intent to kill. Uh, so he will be sentenced in September later this year. Why is it taking so long to sentence it? Like, 
I don't know. It seems like it that should be fucked up pretty justice system. Quick, right? Like, oh, you pled guilty. All right, here's oh, your thing. Right? I know what happened. So the judge. Um, kept saying, no, no, Caesar Sayak, Caesar Sayak. And they're like, okay. And they kept bringing him Caesar Salads. And they, he couldn't figure out why. <laughs> he doesn't even like Caesar Salads. No, no, bring in Caesar Sayak. And then another Caesar Salad. V'ger. <laughs> That's a running gag. <laughs> <laughs> Because you get okay, shirts anyway. with both of us pointing and just says V'ger. <laughs> <Right. laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, so he pleaded guilty, and uh, that's great. I mean, maybe also the president could stop inciting violence. Just that would be throwing great. Throwing that so, out yeah. there. Pleaded so, or pled? Pled. Good. Pleaded? Yeah. Pled? Sure. Pled. Next story. All right, cool. First story. I wish we ran the show. Uh, do you remember the McLaughlin group on PBS from a long time ago? No, so they, I don't know. They, like, remind me, and then maybe I will. They parodied it on uh, SNL where Dana Carvey was the, uh-huh. the John McLaughlin guy, okay. and he would just like his transitions were just next issue. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that sounds familiar. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so next issue, <laughs> Beto uh, O'Rourke. Yes. So, so a few weeks ago, he joined the Democratic race. He did. Uh, a few weeks ago, because this story came out like when we were going to record two weeks ago. Yeah. We but we're doing it anyway. Yeah, that's right. Doing it anyway. Because, you know, we have to check in every once in a while with what's going on in Well, we wanted to politics. check in with the Democratic um, race. Yeah, because there's like 8 million people involved. And now so Beto is. Is it Beto or Beto? It's Beto. Beto? Yeah. Beto? I've it's heard both. Really? Yeah. Beto. Beto. Well, it's short for Roberto, right? Yeah, so it's Spanish, and so it should be Beto, not Beto. Right. right, cool. Sure. Neat. Right. Neat. Uh, so, yeah, he's in the campaign now. He's up in Iowa meeting people, visiting, like, coffee shops and all the bullshit that they do in Iowa because apparently people in Iowa think that they decide everything. Sure. Because they do. They don't. They get just the, the first, first choice. So? That means nothing. No, it's like, okay, so Iowa's like when you go to Chili's and someone orders, um, like, the flaming uh, enchilada, whatever it is. Okay. Whatever the sizzling thing that comes out, the uh-huh. fajitas, right? Yeah. They order the fajitas. So, so Iowa is like the fajitas of chilies. Everyone, as soon as the fajitas comes out, everyone's like, I want for some fajitas right now. Yes, but you're still at chilies. Are you saying that the United States of America is not the chilies of the world? Because I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I thought you said Iowa was the chilies of the country. Are you are you saying that Iowa's not the chilies of the country? No, I'm saying chilies is shit. <laughs> exactly, Iowa's shit. It's full of corn. I mean, although at least they they I, own it. I go to to chilies before Applebee's. Well, so, definitely. So which one is Applebee's? Uh, uh, Alabama. Isn't Alabama like the Waffle House? No, that's Georgia. Oh, Georgia's the Waffle yeah. House. What's the Chick Fil A? Uh, that would be Florida. No, definitely no. Yep, no. Full definitely of the rednecks. No. Hate the gays, close on Sunday. <laughs> I thought that would be Mississippi. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, so, back to, so the, uh, back to the Democrats. So I guess some people have been getting some crap because he doesn't have, like, solid positions and that he kind of waited a while to get into the race. Yeah. And so maybe he lost some of that momentum that he had coming out of the, uh, the Senate race that he lost against uh, serial killer Ted Cruz. Yeah. Sorry, what's the what's the serial killer they're always making fun of saying he's like the the something Son of Sam? Is that what no, they do? No, oh, no, okay. Uh, crap. That's gonna bother That's, me now. Well we should do a podcast. We're so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so The Zodiac uh, Killer. The Zodiac, Zodiac Killer. killer. There, we there go. it is. I so <laughs> I think we know that I'm a big Beto fan, right? Huge, yes. Huge mm-hmm. Beto fan. Yeah. Uh, I've still got my support for Bernie Sanders. Okay. Um what I are you like, gonna do? How uh-huh. Beto O'Rourke will listen, uh-huh. um, and how he—I like his energy, and I like how he is um, uh, out there. There's like a um, like some memes of him that are like all he does is like he pulls up his shirt, his uh, sleeves of his shirt, and he crouches down and listens to people. And so like everywhere he is, they have like a, a picture of him like in the Democratic. Uh, um, and the de- like on the stage with all the other Democrats, and he's like standing on top of the podium, but he's like crouched down, <laughs> his shirt sleeves up. Anyway, it's funny. Uh, so I like how he listens, and I like how he has a ton of positive energy. However, Bernie Sanders um, has been teaching this stuff and promoting this stuff his whole life, so I'm um, still on Bernie's side. But unless something crazy happens, I don't know. 
He's also kind of like a uh, scratched record where he just keeps repeating, even if you don't want to hear that part of the song. Really? You think repeating the right thing over and over again makes it wrong? Uh, no, I think repeating this part when it's supposed to be a different part of the song. So, like, uh, he did this in the last campaign where it was talking about uh, there's some foreign policy issue that popped up, and he just immediately pivoted back to talking about the same domestic issues. It's was like, no, oh, we need yeah. to understand the foreign policy thing here. Right. So, well, I guess the, so the Republicans that I've been seeing uh, are talking about wanting to see Bernie's tax returns or something. Fine. They think, they think he's worth a lot more than he appears to be. Sure. So He's an know. old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's been a politician for a long time. Of course, he's got a ton of money. So what do you think? Uh, it sounds like maybe Joe Biden's going to get in. Is that right? So yeah. he hasn't announced yet. He hasn't. But uh, so this is like a week old, but he was giving a speech at some sort of fundraiser kind of thing. And he said, I have the most progressive record of anybody running for the United States. And they stopped and said, anybody who would run. And everyone oh. was like, oh. oh. And he has said in the past that his entire family thinks that he should. Interesting. So I feel like Uncle Joe may pop into the race there. That's, there's a lot of good candidates out there. I there guess they're going to have to win. ton. So we have yeah. Senators Harris, Warren, Klobuchar, Brooker, Gillibrand, Sanders. Uh, we got the representative from Hawaii, Tulsi Gabbard, who like sh- – uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. So he's been getting a lot of press lately. And by the way, the fact that we know how to, how to pronounce his name now says <laughs> a lot. very helpful. <laughs> so I've been seeing a lot of things on, on Twitter about him. So I guess what, what they're saying is that he can speak a number of languages. Oh. And so there was, this, uh, there was this doctor in an ER is the story that I've seen lately. And he was treating a kid who I guess had tried to hang himself or something Uh, along those lines. mm -hmm. Uh, But the parents spoke Arabic, and they couldn't get a translator. And so he was having difficulty, you know, talking to this mother. And this guy pops up, like, after a little bit, comes in, and he starts translating for them. He speaks Arabic? Uh, So it turns out it was him. Or it was like an I Love Lucy situation where, like, someone spoke French, another person spoke Spanish. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this guy pops up and he you know starts translating for them, and the doctor come, you know sees him later. He's like, "Hey, thanks so much. You know, you're doing great. It really helped me. How long have you been in the hospital?" And he was like, "Oh no, I don't work here. I'm Mayor Mike." And then just like left. <laughs> and so I guess the story is that he was listening to like the police scanner and heard that they needed help, and he's like, "Oh, I speak Arabic," and so he just went. And so mm-hmm. that's the story that I've been seeing posted all over the place. Lately. You meant to say Mayor Pete, right? Not Mike. That's right, Mayor Pete. Okay. Sorry. Well, we can pronounce his last name now, but not his first name apparently anymore. Uh, and then there's also some governors or former governors who are running. So it's sure. like everyone in the world is running. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a tough choice, I think. Um, I, I've decided that um, I was going to throw my support for the one person in the ring right off the bat. But if something crazy happens, that could change, of course. Um, I think um, Bernie is now very anti sh- anti-glass shower door. Uh, what? That's in his campaign now. He, he was getting out of the shower and his shower door broke on him. And that's why he's got the big bandage on his head now. Did I hear this? I did not hear this. <laughs> so is this like a joke or is he actually anti-glass shower door? No, it was a, it was okay, a joke. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. Just, hey, and, okay. and just, just to relay some info, just because it's a joke doesn't mean it's funny. Okay. <laughs> Especially if it's on the show. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, so... Beto says that uh, it would be pretty hard not to pick a woman as a running mate, Yeah, which makes perfect sense. If you're not going to be a woman running, you might as well pick a woman running mate. Yes. And he also, Though a lot of people are just like, well, maybe we should just pick a woman to begin with. We could if we and had instead of a, a white good guy. one. I don't know. Do you say we don't have a good one? I'm just saying. Lots of women running. Well, he also Did apologized. You, uh, that was the thing. So okay. I, I saw there was a... So someone was talking about how, you know, Bernie's the most progressive candidate out there. Right. Uh, and then some independents, I can't remember which think tank put it together, like looked at the voting record of the people who are running. Uh-huh. And it turns out Bernie is like fourth. Really? Yeah. The more progressive votes, uh, the top one was Elizabeth Warren, actually, had the most progressive voting record. Interesting. Uh, and then... Uh, I can't remember who, Cory Booker, I think, came in about the same place as Bernie. Like a voting record in Congress yeah. kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I thought that was interesting. I didn't look too hard into it. You know, I kind of looked at the, you know, it's very mathematic. And I was just like, okay, cool. I wonder um, what things Elizabeth Warren voted for that Bernie Sanders that's voted That's what I was against. curious like, as wanna, well. Well, well, and then the, the, like the numbers, it wasn't by a lot. It wasn't like, you know, the difference between, you know, Bernie Sanders and Lindsey Graham or anything. Oh, geez, like, yeah. you know, but... I think it was closer, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah, so Sanders was ranked fourth. Uh, Harrison Booker came in above him, like kind of in second place tie. Interesting. And then he came in fourth. Something to think about. It is. Yeah. Beto was not in there because he... He has a more conservative record. Though he's still more liberal than any conservative is. Oh, of course. So... He's the most liberal person in Texas, I think. (laughs) I mean, that's not In the whole state, right. All you have to do is be like, I don't like Chick-fil-A, and you're the most liberal person in Texas. (laughs) Right. I'm not really down with big hair, and you're suddenly the most liberal person in Texas. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, I have not decided who I'm supporting. You know, I want to see actual debates or something. First. Sure. And I think uh, supporting versus running or uh, voting for are different. Yeah. I mean, obviously, know. I'm voting for whoever wins the nomination. Whoever wins in Iowa is what you're saying. Uh, no, whoever uh-huh. wins after the entire process. Uh-huh. Because many people who have... There have been people who lose Iowa and then they go on to win. That's true. For example. I don't have it in front of me, Jeffrey. I think Donald Trump lost Iowa, didn't he? Pretty sure. Yeah. So, there. Fuck. I lost Iowa, but it's a really crappy state anyway. Just a bunch of corn. He hasn't been tweeting since no, the whole since Mueller the thing came out. He yeah, tweeted yeah. today, finally. Oh, did he? Uh, but it just said, good morning, everyone. Have a great day. And then another one in all caps said, make America great again. That's oh, all he's tweeted. Like, I feel like someone took away his phone, right? As soon as he heard the yeah. thing was out, someone was like, no, mine. It's mine. Don't touch it. <laughs> Take it. So. Anyway, speaking of fucking nutsacks, uh, there is a Georgia lawmaker <laughs> who has proposed a testicular bill of rights mm-hmm. in, an ob- in an objection to a heartbeat abortion bill moving through the Georgia legislature. Uh, and um, it's going to ban abortions after six weeks. Yeah. So which. this is like a, this is like a. Kind of a joke bill. Yeah. Wasting everyone's time. Well, it's to highlight the absurdity of regulating women's bodies, but not men's bodies. Of course. And so this bill would regulate men's bodies in similar ways. So, for example, uh, it would charge men who have sex without a condom with aggravated assault. Oh. It would also require men to obtain permission from their sexual partner before seeking a prescription for Viagra or similar (laughs) ED drugs. Uh, it would require DNA testing at the sixth week of pregnancy to determine paternity and require immediate child support at that point before the kid's even born, child support. Would ban all vasectomy procedures in the state. That seems like counterproductive. I feel like it should like require vasectomy procedures for everyone. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that that's the answer to birth control is bad. So. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it would require a 24-hour waiting period for men who want to buy porn or sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just and want this dildo. Come on. And there's another bill out there. Not this one. There's a different one that would require men 55 and older to report every time they ejaculate to the nearest <laughs> law enforcement agency immediately. Uh, uh, yeah. Is this 911? Yeah. Uh, I just woke up. I had a wet dream last night. Uh, hey, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. A couple milliliters. Uh, I just got the Sears catalog, and uh, no, Sears is gone now, isn't it? I just got right. the JCPenney catalog, the JCP. <laughs> oh, the lingerie! I tell you what, the missus doesn't go for it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is just a like they're trying to point out that these laws are being made by people who don't have to deal with it, right. and so coming around and saying, "Hey, this is ridiculous. How about we do this?" Right. So I think it, it, it made the noise made the news and it um is making noise, I almost wanted to yeah. say. And it's uh I think it's a good answer, even though people will say, of course, that you know wasting time and yeah. stuff. I think it's a perfect way to waste time. But the Democratic minority whip in the state says, If the state of Georgia is going to be concerned with the regulating women's reproductive rights, I think it is only fitting that we also do that for men's reproductive rights. Really is Really, it is to draw attention to what I think is an absurdity. Right. So, I agree. Yeah, I want to make sure that uh, every time I scratch my nuts, I let somebody know about it. <laughs> you should start a podcast. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just did. <laughs> and now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. So this week we thought we would do, uh, since it's the first week of spring, uh-huh. we're going to do some garden and landscape questions. Yeah. You got to take care of your gardening and your landscaping. Got to take care of both of them. So Indeed. first question, what is the best weed killer out there? Safety tips and precautions? Uh, I would say the best weed killer is probably the police. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They'll confiscate that real quick and they'll dispose of it. Amazing. Yeah. So just give them a call. Also. Be like, be like 911, there's weed in my yard. <laughs> I guess that wouldn't help in Michigan anymore. They'd be like, well, how much is there? Right. I don't know. More than five plants? <laughs> it's not worth my time. Uh, but definitely uh, Roundup is the best weed and person killer out there. So continue using that. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I don't know why this is in here. Will I continue growing? I'm 17 years old and I'm 5.9 inches tall. Uh, my dad is six foot and my mom is five foot. Five foot two? Five foot one centimeter, it says. Oh, one centi- What? You can't mix like that. Do I have the potential to grow to 5'11"? Uh, I would say uh, if you are a plant, um, just make sure you're, you are um, planting yourself in oxygen-rich soil. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want like a more acidic soil, you can put in some uh, pine bark or some pine needles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll actually make you uh, turn blue instead of red when you yeah. bleed. So you'll bleed blue. Um, also, uh, you are a person, um, not a plant. So go find another category, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Amazing. Where can you find used landscaping tools? Well, I mean, you can find them many places, but you're going to want to disinfect them so you don't get crabs. True story. True enough. Uh, what is the best time to water my plants in the summer? Well, I was thinking about this um, recently, actually. And I think if, okay, so you take your height, mm-hmm. um, which in this other guy's case was five foot nine. Uh-huh. Um, and then every time you drink a glass of water, you would give the plant a glass of water based on how tall you are relative to how tall the plant is. So if you're oh, five foot yeah, nine yeah. Mm-hmm. and the plant is three inches tall, then you divide five foot nine by three inches tall by 20 ounces divided by um, three inches tall. And then you come out with 3.4 uh, microliters of water every time you give, um, every time you take a drink yourself. You want to stay hydrated. You definitely want to stay hydrated. What do people really mean when they refer to perennials? What includes mostly? Uh, so a perennial is someone who was born between 1996 and 2006. And so uh-huh. they were born right around the perennial time. And so what they're going to what that means is that these plants are really going to like avocados. And they're really not going to want to grow except for maybe like 40 hours, not 40 hours, but they're going to want like 32 hours a week. Uh, like, mm-hmm. And they're going to want lots of perks. So you're going to have to give them like, you know, alcohol and other, you know, non-salary related benefits. And uh, also like, perennials. Like environments. They're going to want, yeah. you know, oh, it's a good, it's a good environment that we're in. It's, you know, just really positive. And it's like a family. Perennials don't like to go seek their own nutrients. No. Um, they like to have them handed to them. They do. They do. Um, also, mm. they are crushed uh, by student loan debt. And they definitely don't like it when you segregate your plants in different ways, they they say that's very old fashioned. We need mm-hmm. to have them all together, uh, and really, maybe they should think about the privilege that they have uh, being in this flower bed. And other plants have to grow wild. Absolutely, and they can also choose whether they have a stamen or not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know. Okay, I'm going to ask one more. No, no, you. Ask. Uh, no, I, I have a. Ask. I have a 30-inch wide stump, been cut down for two months. I drilled holes in it today. Can I burn it to the ground by having a few bonfires? I mean, first of all, did you consult your wife on this? Because, you know, 30 inches wide is really a lot for her to take with your stump. And two, was there some sort of accident? Why did it get cut down two months ago? Was there some sort of issue that was going on? Was it a botched circumcision? What What's going on? I'm very concerned. And, you know, burning it. 
Ugh, it's going to spread to other parts. You just got to be careful. And if you drilled holes in it, that's fine, but just make sure you use a disinfectant so they yeah. don't get infected. Maybe some peroxide. Watch a bubble. <laughs> Our next story comes out of the great state of Ireland. What? I don't know. Uh, Ireland. So there's apparently this old, like, folklore that said that the dirt near this 1,500-year-old church in uh, Northern Ireland had miraculous curative powers. Ooh. And so a microbiologist named Jerry Quinn decided to uh, look into this a little bit. And so he got some soil samples, and he started searching for a specific type of bacteria called streptomyces. Hmm. I assume. I don't know. Does that sound right? Streptomyces? Sure. Yeah, sounds sure. good. Uh, and other strains of this bacteria, which are, is kind of like the basis for about 75% of the existing antibiotics that hmm. we use. Interesting. So it's kind of like the, I don't know, the basic level of antibiotic. They okay. use it to create other antibiotics. Sure. And much to their surprise, the bacteria found in the dirt when tested in the old O-Petri dish were able to take out some run-of-the-mill bacteria. Yeah. So they got these like dirt bacteria and it killed other bacteria uh, so they decided to try it on some multi-resistant organisms uh, some things that were antibiotic resistant and it killed four of the top six interesting of like the the yeah the antibiotic resistant those are scary they are and so this new you know irish dirt stuff try irish dirt <laughs> it's like irish springs right um yeah, so this may be something that they could use to uh, replace some of the antibiotic-resistant. Like, if you can't use antibiotics, they may be able to use this. Interesting. Uh, but they're a long way from that. So bacteria attacking other bacteria. Yeah, I mean, that's basically yeah. what antibiotics are, right? I, mean, I thought they like, were like a lot of molds and stuff. I mean, that's like a bacteria, right? Mold's not a bacteria, is it? It's a fungus. Is mold a fungus even? I don't know. We should really do research on this before we start talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't know you'd ask that question. I can't I think of everything, of questions. I, I ask questions because I, I don't know the answer to them, and I'm curious. <laughs> I don't expect you to know. <laughs> but someone should tell us. Uh, yeah, they could email us. Yeah, us they know. could, yeah. Uh, do we have any microbiologists that we could have on the show? Uh, I don't think I know any right All now. Know but friggin' astrophysicists. Maybe next hockey season I'll meet one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know a... Uh, I don't know what exactly her field, but uh -huh. she does like animal genetic -y, I don't know. She studied monkeys. She studied monkeys and their, be their oh, behaviors. Okay. So she's a monkeyologist. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so mold is a fungus. Mold is a fungus. All right. And there you it grows go. in the form of multicellular filaments called hyphae. All right. So Thank you, Wikipedia. I mean, so how much different is mold from bacteria? Uh, extremely different. Are they? They're on completely different branches of the, of the the tree. Yeah. Well, fish and crabs are completely different branches, but they also both live in the ocean. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to get a. This is my demo tape for Fox News. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like sometimes cats have thumbs, but that doesn't mean I'm anything like a cat. Just because we both have thumbs. But so do raccoons. Ooh, that's true. And so are cats like raccoons? Yes. There you go. They're not. Are they? No. They're, they're not just, the same family. They're just fat cats with thumbs and burglars. <laughs> okay. How do you think the raccoons feel about hamburglar? I think they're, they're probably upset at him for taking a hamburger. The lesson is that some of the cures are right underneath your feet, said Quinn. Uh, in the church. Uh, yeah, so they're still a long way from being used. Uh, first, they have to have, first, they have to, like, test them out and see if they, like, kill people. Oh, sure, so, yeah. You know, it's great if they can kill bacteria, but if they also kill you, probably, you know, we call this bacteria, or this antibiotic, down with the ship. <laughs> I love how 1,500 years ago, they probably just, like, went and grabbed dirt from just the, like rubbed it yeah, into your... Just rubbed it into an open wound. Yeah, walk it off, walk it off. Yeah, this'll this'll cure you, Terry. <laughs> yeah, put a wee bit of dirt in there and it'll be <laughs> fantastic. Have a nip of whiskey too. <laughs> Did they have whiskey fifteen hundred years ago? Uh, or was I'm it just sure beer? I don't I don't think they had whiskey in Ireland though, did they? I mean, the whiskey we drink every show is an Irish whiskey. Oh, is that right? It sure is. I like an Irish whiskey better than a scotch. Is that right? So scotch is just Irish whiskey? Uh, no, scotch is Scottish whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> that is why it's scotch. <laughs> uh, That's horrible. And then uh, bourbon is an American whiskey. Ah, so, so. the word whiskey is an anglicization <laughs> of the first word in the Gaelic phrase, whatever that says, meaning water of life, of course. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So. And the country of Orland, of origin, is Ireland. <laughs> the country of Orland? Orland. Or- like New Orland? Oh, my God. <laughs> So I was going to hell in a shit. Next subject. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is a a local story and I'm very happy to report on local stories like this because we are, we are really in essence reporters. People are, people are getting their news from us. Uh, They're poorly informed. They are poorly informed. Well, I mean, a good segment of our, our listening demographic are four year olds (laughs) who incidentally, when we took a break a few minutes ago and I ran upstairs to get some water, uh, my four year old said, Daddy, can you talk about Spinosaurus? Oh, yeah. She no wanted, kid. She wanted me to talk about Spinosaurus, and I talked about freaking Velociraptors. No kid. I've we're not talking it. about the Spinosaurus. So Absolutely I said, not. I, I said, well, how about Velociraptors? She said, no, Spinosaurus. <laughs> so sorry to disappoint our audiences. Yeah. You're now like the rest of our audiences. By the way, our audiences, uh, we had a listener from Egypt. We looked at our stats. We had one from Egypt, one from what, like Eastern Europe? Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. The Czech Republic. Czechoslovakia hasn't existed in like, you know, 20 20 years. years, So, yeah, the Czech Republic and Egypt. So, Do we have any listeners in the USSR? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, in the USSR, uh, podcast listens to you. Ooh, nice. Okay, so this story is out of Detroit. So, a man trying to kill a cockroach. Mm, Like Um, you do. Like, well, he... Uh, he's uh, so. First of all, this man is uh, wheelchair bound. Oh no! So he saw a. Why didn't he just run it over? <laughs> he saw a cockroach in his house. Mm. So he he took his shoe, and he thought, "I'm going to kill this cockroach." And he threw the shoe at the cockroach. Was it like a laser guided shoe? I assume he missed. <laughs> no, it wasn't one of those scud shoes. <laughs> now, that's a, that's an old joke too. That's Saddam thirty years ago. Pain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so. <clears throat> It wasn't a shoe drone. That's what I meant to say. That's the <laughs> that joke's almost 30 joke. years old. I'm just throwing that one I know. out there. So he threw a shoe at the cockroach. I assume the shoe missed, but we don't know the fate of the cockroach based uh-huh. on this story. Um, but for some reason, he had a, sh- a gun in his shoe. And so when the shoe landed, the gun went off and shot the dude back in his own foot. <laughs> You got to keep the safety on. <laughs> you have to keep the safety on. But it also, was a revolver. Why is it in your fucking shoe? And I, I guess that's where he kept it. How did you not know it was in your shoe? Like, if I pick up my shoe and there's a fucking gun in it, that would be a heavy fucking shoe. Do you think maybe he thought, I don't think just the shoe alone is going to kill it. I'm going to put the gun weight. in and throw it at the guy. At the, just at throw the, the shoe. Cockroach. It's not going to do it. It needs more weight. Wow. So, you ever uh, see gun that, safety. Uh, did you ever see that uh, movie, Joe's Apartment? Uh, oh, gosh. That was like the first MTV movie, wasn't yeah, it? it was like 90, I don't know, 98 or something yeah, like yeah. that. And the cockroaches all talked to the kid from Sliders. <laughs> well, Jerry O'Connell. Is that who it was? Another Irish guy, apparently. <laughs> well, you know, we should have just put some dirt in that uh, apartment. It would have killed all the cockroaches. Right. Uh, I, I feel like the cockroaches had to save the day or something. I'm sure. Yeah, it was so long since I've seen it. I don't remember it. why I watched that movie, but I feel like it was something to do... I feel like my wife was involved in some way. It doesn't seem like our type of movie to watch no, when we were in not. high school. Like, ooh, I mean, oh, MTV came out with a movie. Gross. Yeah. Teen Mom. I mean, <laughs> this was pre-Teen Mom. This is pre-Teen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't catch that. That was that not meant show. as a joke. I didn't. I didn't catch the pre-Teen Mom <laughs> show. <laughs> it comes. It comes on right after to catch a predator. <laughs> If you just wait a few years, it becomes Teen Mom. Uh, that's the veteran version. They they bring them back like on Survivor when they bring the the people back to do like a All Stars version. So yeah. Teen Mom is just the All Stars version oh. of pre Teen Mom. Have you seen that um, that uh, Mama June and Honey Boo Boo are back on TV? They have another show. I saw Mama June got arrested in like a gas station i'm sure she did but she's also lost a ton of weight and yeah, also she's i didn't like recognize the picture stuff. like yeah. the, the mug shot i was like i i should feel like i should know this reference but i did not yeah. recognize that person like, i don't see any net crust in there like where did the how net old crust is honey go? boo boo now isn't she like high school she's or a teenager now yeah mm. is she on time. mtv <laughs> 
I, wasn't that on MTV? I meant for Teen or, Mom. Oh, I get it. So no, not enough. yet. She's um, doing the crossover. No, she missed Preen Teen Mom, though, by a couple oh. years. Well, that's good, at least. <laughs> uh. Speaking of mammoths. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mama June. Uh, no, she's lost weight. Good for her. She's still <laughs> fucking trashy, though, and she's a sellout. She I mean, sells her kid for money. But that's, she got that's arrested not... at a gas station. <laughs> for what? I don't know. Bill okay. Maher said they were out to dinner. I'll tell you what. You go ahead with the story. I'll look up. Okay. My mom and Jim got arrested. Uh, so apparently cells from a woolly mammoth that died more than 28,000 years ago have been partially reactivated, reactivated inside of mouse egg cell, according to published study in scientific reports. I really messed up the end of that part. But all right. So basically they took some mammoth cells. They injected it into mouse egg cells and they're able to partially turn those cells back on. Like interesting, they couldn't get them to the point where they were like dividing and doing what cells like fully activated doing cells what do. Cells love to do. Yeah, <laughs> there are eight jokes that just popped in my head at once, and I decided the best thing to do would say none of them. Uh, yeah, so like the the mammoth was frozen in permafrost in eastern Russia, mm-hmm. and they were able to extract eighty eight nucleus like structures from like the muscle tissue. This uh, is different because normally they have to get DNA from the bones, yeah. right? Or from something mm-hmm. else. But they actually got it from tissue. Yep. And once the cell nuclei were incubated and they seemed to have like reawakened, uh, but only slightly. Yeah. So the cells weren't able to divide. They couldn't complete the steps that precede cell division. So this isn't something where they can like resurrect mammoths. So there wasn't a, ma- there wasn't a mammoth fetus that they could abort to get its T-cells? <laughs> <laughs> outside of the uh, scientific lab, they had a whole bunch of like baby mammoths on signs to show all the scientists as they entered. Right. This is what a baby mammoth looks like. And after eight weeks of, <laughs> of uh, gestation. After eight had, weeks and 28,000 years. I almost had congestion, which congestion. is kind of the same thing. Gestation, <laughs> congestion. Um, there is a plug involved. So the... A mucus plug. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> The results presented here clearly show us again the de facto impossibility to clone the mammoth by current nuclear transfer technology. However, the approach paves the way for evaluating the biological activities of nuclei in extinct animal species. Basically, they said the technology they have couldn't get them to, like, the next step of cell division. But possibly if the technology gets better, maybe we can have, like, Mammoth Park. Oh, that would be Mammoth Park. Yeah, we already had that movie with Ray Romano. <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> we're, waiting, we're sitting here looking at each other, waiting for the other one to do the impression. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's your impression, so. Oh, everyone's impression. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, uh, this was uh, on March 20th uh-huh. of this year. Um, Mama oh. June... Was arrested. Oh, okay. Guess guess in which... <laughs> update, update. Yeah. Guess in which state? Uh, Georgia. Alabama. Oh, I was going to say Alabama, but I thought, no, nah, I'm going to go Georgia. Georgia's pretty country, but Alabama is more country than Georgia is because yeah. of Atlanta. That's true. I mean, what's the big city in Alabama? Birmingham? Exactly. There isn't one. So Mobile? There were, there were two people. June Shannon is her name. Um, and then she was arrested with her boyfriend, Eugene Gino Doke. Oh, Eugene. Yeah. And they were arrested, and, and Mama June tweeted, Sorry, I'm so late starting tweeting the show, but don't forget to watch the most outrageous moments right now. Big, 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 and a boo. Hashtag Mama June. Seriously, though, how old is Honey Boo Boo? Like, when was that show on? Uh, I, like, is that like a 20-year-ago joke as well? I literally cannot do any more research on this. I, I've I, never... I don't want this coming up in my search history. Well, you gotta, we'll put it on, like, private mode. So you go to, like, incognito mode. Oh, you mean yeah. porn mode. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Here's a headline from People. Mama June's daughter, Pumpkin, says her family is going through a rough patch after mom's arrest. Pumpkin? Wait, is that, is is her, that the name of Honey Boo Boo? Is, is her name Pumpkin? Well, what is her real name? I don't know. I never, I never watched this show. So apparently, all right, so the show was on in 2012 to 2014. That wasn't that long ago. No. That's only seven years ago. Yeah. Wow. It seems like a long, long, long time. So the kid's, time. what, like 14 now? <laughs> I don't know. 
I mean, how old was she when the when the show was on? Are we still talking about this? I don't know. You brought it up. I know. This I brought is it like, up. It's become like a mystery thing. Like, ooh, what is this? I thing? promised the what listeners. You, you promised the listeners. I promised everyone who's still listening at forty nine minutes in. <laughs> that was our last to this fucking train wreck. Which <laughs> episode we've got going on here? Whatever. They're gonna be like, this was the best episode ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you guys didn't stay on topic at all. It was great. <laughs> you were all over Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> uh, so. Who's the character? I don't know. Why did a picture of Mitt Romney just come up? <laughs> I don't know. Because it, it, the so uh, all right. So we're on the Wikipedia page for okay. uh, for Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Oh, the name of the show. And okay. so under ratings and receptions, it says airing on Wednesday night during the 2012 Republican convention, and the link pops up a little like oh. pop up of Mick, Mitt Romney. And shit, Romney comes who, up. Okay. Who has a look of I would watch Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> I am with you, Honey Boo Boo. Wait I'm, a minute. What does it say? Uh, TLC distributed watch and sniff cards, allowing views, viewers to release scents correlating with specific scenes. I don't want to smell anything that's going on that's in that awful. show. Holy shit. It would smell like meth and, and fucking Mountain Dew and, and neck cheese. I like this, though. The AV Club <laughs> called the first episode, quote, a horror story posing as a reality television program. All right. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh. <laughs> What have we learned this episode? Uh, we learned that Honey Boo Boo ran from 2012 to 2014. We learned a lot more about Honey Boo Boo than I have ever known in my life. Uh, and hopefully, actually, I hope we didn't learn that. And I hope actually within five minutes we've forgotten completely yeah. anything about Honey Boo Boo. No, that's going to uh, stay in my head. But the dude I just met can't fucking remember his name. <laughs> Will not be able to remember it. So as my as my students enter the room, like the best practice is mm-hmm. that, you know, you say all of their names oh, yeah, of as course, they enter yeah. the room. And uh, there are many times where I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this one's name? Uh, what is their name? Oh, my gosh. What is their name? And so then I have to, like, to, to keep myself from, like, being called out for that, I only will, uh, I'll be like, hey, Chris. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, oh, Stan. Okay. Hey, Julie. None of my students are named these days. Oh, okay, good. Like, I, can you imagine? How are you, a, how are you coming up with all these names on the spot? <laughs> That's really hard. Can you imagine a 12-year-old named Julie? <laughs> Other than like 1982. Yeah, and her best friend, Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we also learned that um, you can abort mammoth fetuses and um, get their Neutrogena T-gel out of it. (laughs) We learned that uh, a dude probably should put his safety on before he throws his gun at a cockroach. Also, he should have just ran the fucker over. <laughs> Maybe he had to, like, hud it himself. And he just couldn't get it fast enough. Uh, we also learned that the um, Georgia uh, Testicular Bill of Rights um, will never become law. And we learned that... Um, Beto. Beto. O'Rourke. Has gone Robert. Facebook official. And, Excellent. Uh, he's running a campaign. You told me that he's the only one who doesn't currently have a job. No, he... <laughs> He campaigns 40 hours a week because he's the one that doesn't – he's not already in Senate. And he's not already uh, doing look, something else. Look, do you want an unemployed libtard running this country? <laughs> I don't think so. So he didn't beat Ted Cruz, and that's literally why <laughs> he doesn't loser. have a job. Yeah, pretty much he's a loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all losers a little bit. And this hour has been 53 minutes. Okay, so we don't often do gag reels, but I thought this <laughs> yeah. one was particularly funny. We had to do yeah, the... It really choked us up. Yeah. <laughs> we had to do the beginning uh, part a couple times because <laughs> you messed up so bad. And you're like throwing extra R's in and shit. It was really uh, funny. Funny thing. I don't speak English well. No? No. I should have a podcast. Do. You should put your voice uh, on the air, quote unquote. Yeah, I don't speak English well and I hate my own voice. Perfect job for me. <laughs> Perfect. And without further ado, here's how bad Jason fucked up. No. Terrorist Muslim cockroach wants Sharia law in your snack cabinet. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that one up real quick.